With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio, Central Texas. This is AR Base. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. That's right, family and friends. It is the hottest radio network on the planet. TPV Radio have an all-star lineup just for you. Sunday, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. Monday, it's The Grub at 12 p.m. The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life at 6 p.m. Friday, The Caribbean Pepper Pot at 8 p.m. Saturday, Brother Down presents at 4 p.m. Men, let's talk every first Friday of the month at 4 p.m. TPV presents by appointment only. Coming to you on June 6th, it is our Saturday buffet with Lorraine Brown at 12 p.m. Walk with me. Let's go. At Majel's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without Breaking the bank. Hey, what's going on, home team? This your boy Gino Worldwide, Pastor Gino, man of Free Wave Radio, Generation Now Church in Murfreesboro. Hey, you are now listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go. It is, it is, it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the Psalmist Voice. This is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, Are you ready, ready to walk? walk? Let's go. This is your boy, the Thomas Voice, a.k.a. Pastor Christopher Newton, and you're listening to the Thomas Voice Radio Network. Walk with us, family. Let's go!
your better half, uh, Pastor Mike, he stood in for you and he did a phenomenal job. So big up to Pastor Mike when we have him on, man. He just be getting it in and he just tells it like it is, straight to the point, but it's powerful and impactful, man. And I appreciate when he's able to come on the show. And we appreciate you, Pastor Mike. We love you, man. But yeah, here we go. Of course, we got our uh, uh, crazy weather going on today. And, and, you know, of course, here in the CTX, y'all know exactly what I'm about to say in regards to this weather. Because, of course, today, you know, we're celebrating Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Currently, right now, we're at 88 degrees. The heat index makes it 92 degrees. But around 5 o'clock, we're going to have thunderstorms, lightning, and all that stuff. No, it wasn't Brother Don and Pastor Gene. But we are in the forecast. It is in the forecast for thunder and lightning. So, family, be careful. We got scale stones and stuff all over the place. So, just be careful, family out there. Enjoy your family. Get the barbecue on before it pours down in here in the CCX. So, Brother Don, how is it in your neck of the woods? Pastor Chris, we are right on your heels today. It's 87 degrees with a real feel of like 93. So it's kind of humid out there, family. So if you're on the Gulf Coast because we have very little wind today, make sure you bring your stuff you're going to hydrate with and be careful uh, and make sure that you maintain this social distancing in that time. Because sometimes we have a tendency to get a little lax when we get a little liberal, but we still want to be smart and safe about it. So that's what it's like on the Gulf Coast today, and it's humid. We don't have any rain in sight, thank God, but it's going to be hot and humid today. Amen? Amen. Amen. And Pastor Gene, how is it on the top of the United States? I know you guys are not going to believe it, but we have 83 degrees today. What? 83, uh, 8 and a 3, 83. Don't mess with Michigan because you don't never know. You never know. At least you guys can have a very good day today. There's no rain in your forecast, so you can enjoy your family and and things like that, cook out and all that stuff. Uh, Have a good fellowship on today. I'm glad. That is nice up there in Michigan, finally, because I was waiting for a 38 degree, 50 degree weather report up there in Michigan. Just saying. Anyway. Yeah, we keep it interesting. We keep it interesting. Well, y'all, y'all know what's going on in the nation and stuff like that. and We don't really get into politics at all here the Simon Sports Radio Network, but we, it is our uh, mandate to pray for our nation and its leaders, in spite of the alike of not, that's just what we have to do. And we also ask you to pray for your families as well as transition goes on throughout the United States and throughout the world with this uh, pandemic going on. And again, be safe. Don't be crazy. Just be safe. You know, just use your head. Use your judgment. So, anywho, we're uh, excited uh, on today because we have a very, very, uh, very another controversial show. Uh, yeah, because we're, we're going to be talking about the Holy Ghost. And yeah, you're like, what in the world? Uh, take it out of the closet. What's that supposed to mean? Get your minds out the gutter. This ain't an R. Kelly video. Just saying. Anyway, um, we're, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the Holy Ghost. A lot of times, 
uh, we are taught uh, the wrong way. So what this series is about, it challenged me. It is challenging us uh, as a family here at TPV Radio. And you know, we're talking about repentance and breaking that down. Brother Don, Pastor Gene, uh, starting, starting that fire over there. But we are not getting the fundamental basis of what the word is saying. And we have the power to set upon scriptures. It's not a cliche. It's a biblical fact. But what we're going to do in this series is make you understand that your Holy Ghost is not limited to how much you give, how much you do the works in your ministry, uh, what car you drive, what suits you wear, what dress you wear, what red bottoms you wear, what gators you wear. All that stuff is irrelevant. That does not give you the green light to say, oh, wow, that man or woman of God is just deep. You can see the rhema word all over their face. No, man. It is a relational thing, and we're going to give you the tools necessary to take your Holy Ghost out the closet. That's what I should have put on there. But I, I just like to give time to say people are and give time for this thing in this season. But family, I'm going to go ahead and give my shout-outs out the way. Of course, i got to give a shout-out to my first lady over here at TPG Radio. God bless you, baby. Thanks for doing what you do here at the Thomas Voice Radio Network. Also, TPV Enterprises and TPV Ministries. we got a lot going on as well. We want to welcome to the family, Dwayne uh, Brown and Michael Savalos. Uh, they are new family members here at TPG Radio. You will hear from them very, very soon, starting next month, and you'll hear Michael at the end on the 31st of this month as well. Of course, we, we are excited of the different variety of, of shows that we offer to you, family, because we, we've been listening to um, Israel. Some people like to say spiritual radio, inspirational radio, Christian radio, but we like to give you a mix of everything and, and give you something that you've never heard before. And we appreciate all of you that's been following us through this five-year journey uh, into uh, radio and, and internet radio. And we appreciate you. So tell your mama, tell your friends, tell people and them that the Thomas Voice Radio Network is on and popping. So please, tell them, tell them, tell them. Anywho, I got to give a shout-out to my kids. CJ, Tajanique, Jalen, Tyrese, and Tajanique. Daddy loves you all, two pieces, and of course, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because he is truly the head of my life, and without him, none of this would be possible. And of course, honoring Bishop Willie uh, Willie Horn, uh, KBRG, The Bridge, and in Anaheim, California. God bless both of you as well, and God bless you, Brew Crew. So I know Brother John got some shout outs. He got some shout outs. So, Brother John, you have the floor. Amen. Amen. You know, it wouldn't, I always have to give a shout out to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Thomas, because, you know, he makes all this possible. He makes everything that I am possible, and I can't do anything. I wouldn't be anything without him. So, I got to give him a shout out. I want to give a shout-out to my lovely, amazing wife that has uh, just just come out of surgery and, and recovering well. I thank God for what he's doing in her life, both physically and spiritually.
spiritually. I just thank God for all that she does in ministering to this family. And I want to give a shout-out to my kids. Daddy loves you, each and every one of you, and you're such a blessing in my life. And what God, just seeing God work in their life is, is an awesome thing. And I can't forget TPV Ministries for allowing Brother Don and Pastor Gene to be part of this family. We love you guys. And, you know, the family's growing. Praise God. And we just seen that the other day. The family is growing. And I thank God for bringing and aligning folks up that's going to have the same uh, support, the vision of this ministry as we move forward in the Lord. And I also got to give a shout-out to Bishop Willie Horn, KBRG, the bridge and the brew crew. You know, I got acquainted with them guys this past year and just really awesome men of God. Keep continuing to do what you do. You are an important part of the body and the ministry that you guys bring each and every morning on the brew crew. It's just phenomenal. Go check them out, family. They're out there on 365, too. They're doing an awesome job out there. Amen. 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 Well, Pastor G, you have the floor. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'd like to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for all he's doing and has done and continuing to do in my life and the life of my family, my this radio family. God is extending our family. And so I'm just so excited about it. I am excited. I'm excited, people of God. I am excited because God is awesomely bringing things together. God has a plan. And you know what? Out of, out of obedience, we're just walking right into it. And it's such an exciting hour on the face of this earth. Amen? Even though we, you know, we're going through some things, God is still on the throne. And that's something to shout about. Not only is he, it, it, it's, does he have the power to keep those things that we commit to him? Amen. Even in the midst of the loss, God can bring us a peace and an understanding and a healing. Amen. So God, I want to encourage the people today and let you know that God is still on his throne and he has a hold to everything that's going on on the face of this entire earth. Amen. Hallelujah. I'd just like to give a shout out today and thank the Lord for my family, my uh my flesh and blood family, my husband, my children, my grands, my greats. <laughs> I thank God for each and every one of them. They're truly a blessing and I love you and, and God is doing an awesome job in my family. I'm grateful for the fellowship my brother and I uh, have that God is bringing together every Sunday morning and moving so awesomely. And I'm just excited, so excited at this point in time in my life to see God moving, moving with Pastor Chris and Pastor Nisi. And, and, and they're such a loving, love the Lord, love the people of God couple. And, and, and I'm just grateful that God has put them in my life. And I just praise God. He's just He's just moving, moving. Yes, He is. And I can't wait for what that got more in store for us as a ministry, as uh, respective individuals of our own separate ministries, and being able to come together and present the Word of God to the people uh, on today. 
and every every day of the week. And Lord is just doing an awesome job in all of our lives. And He's growing us, He's growing us, and maturing us in ways that I know, me personally, I never thought I'd get to this point. But I thank God uh, that I still have a lot more work to do, and I'm not done yet. So we're going to go ahead and get this party started. So, family, y'all tired of me talking? Y'all know all the plugs. Y'all know where y'all can go to follow the show. We're live right now on blogtalkradio.com forward slash TPV radio. We're also live on our website, www.tpvradio.com. And you can call in 515-605-9873, and we would love to hear from you as well. Or if you're traveling, you can just download Live365. You can bypass the subscription by hitting the X on the upper left-hand side. Type in the Psalmist Voice Radio Network, and you can download on any mobile device, iPhones, uh, and Android. Just tablets, whatever you have, you can download. So, family, our hearts and minds are clear, so y'all know what time it is, right? But I just got to know one thing. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? Are you ready to walk? Well, I'm ready to walk. Brother Don, Pastor June, are you ready to walk? Brother Don here, laced up and ready to walk. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. So, of course, we laid a foundation and start to show off with some great music. We got first up. Wind Sparks with Sunday Morning, new artists here on Sun Source Radio Network. Also come together, various artists, Brad Hammond, all of them, they, up, they did a collabo. And Rodney Douglas is an upcoming gospel artist as well with Owl Worship, King and Country, Kurt Franklin. The list goes on and on. You're listening to the highest Christian radio show in the land. The Psalmist Voice Reloaded, and when we come back, it's time. To take it out the closet, family, part two. So keep it locked, family. We'll be right back after this. Don't you dare move a muscle. It is, it is, it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word. word with yours truly, the psalmist voice. Uh, this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, Are you ready, ready to, walk? to walk? Let's go. This is the sound of the Come Sunday morning, I'll be home. I know you've been awaiting by your telephone. But I'll just stand it singing till the crowd is gone. Can't wait till Sunday morning, I'll be coming 
my knees Will I worship at your feet Is where I long to be In your presence The spirit is renewed In your presence I find you Hey, and I am with
Locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration. It is, it, is, it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the psalmist voice. But this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, Are you ready, ready to walk? walk? Let's go! And now, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Same 
and he never changes, but we're the ones who change our nature, not God. He already knows what we're supposed to be doing, what we're, what we're supposed to be doing, how we're supposed to be doing it, how we're supposed to be walking, talking, and all that jazz. He already knows, but we're the ones who make the changes. But we blame God because things change in our life, but it's our decision-making and what we do in our life that changes things, not God. God just sitting back like, okay, uh, uh, when are you going to come back? You know, come back to me because I'm waiting for you. Just saying. So, anyway, God doesn't change his mind. It's only us that change our mind. We're trying to be big G's, but we will never be big G. That was Satan's problem. That's why he was cast out because he was trying to be big G. He's not. He wasn't. So, he was cast out along with his homies to this earth. And that's why we have what we have right now on the earth. So, we have to understand that we got to get our egos in check and understand that the Holy Ghost was a gift. And a lot of us don't understand that because we think we pay our way for it. We think we, think we, we study our way to it. We think that we have to get anointed by, by a ram's horn uh, with, with grade-aid olive oil or Crisco. So, sorry, not Crisco, but I'm just saying uh, we, we do all these ceremonial religious things, and we, we think that that's what the power of the Holy Ghost is. We think that's where the anointing is. But in all actuality, family, it's relationship. Because as you grow, just like in a natural uh, relationship, as you and your husband grow, as you and your kids grow, you develop a relationship. You develop a bond. You develop a, a power between the monks of your family and you as a husband and wife. It, it builds a bond. It builds a power. So in our relationship with Jesus Christ, we have to understand that the Holy Ghost has never left us. We left the Holy Ghost. Uh-oh, let me get in trouble with that one, y'all. We left the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost has always been the same. It's never changed. You are the one who changed it by all of these things that we put in place what? in prison. Yeah, in the, the, our, our churches, not all, but some. We put our own mandates in our own doctrines in our churches, and we do all these things that we think is holy or we think that it's supposed to be what it is and how we can activate the power of God. We're putting packages on the different uh, uh, powers of, of the Holy Ghost. We're putting money market packages on the healing anointing. We're putting money market packages on, on, on our, the power of prayer. We're doing all this stuff. And the Holy Ghost, Jesus Christ, and God sitting there scratching their head like, what are these jokers doing? And this is why we don't have any power now. Why? Because we are too busy trying to do our own thing and we're not listening or trying to develop a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ. So we, we don't know that power that's already been tapped, that's there to be tapped into. So we let the religious doctrines uh, stale it. We let all of the movements that we have going on in the last 30 years stale us to the point that now in a pandemic, our power can't be realized because we we never developed that power. It's just like going to basic training. You can't expect to go to war and have no basic training. You don't know how to shoot a firearm. You don't know how to defend yourself if you're being attacked. It's the same thing. That's why we're having so many issues right now in this pandemic because of the fact that we were not building our Holy Ghost. 
which is already given to us. It was a gift. But we decide to do what we want to do. So that's why we have all, most of our holy ghosts are in the closet with the dry cleaning uh, plastic bag on it, and we take it out when it's convenient. But it doesn't work that way. So we're going to get more of a breakdown in this in part two. And here we go. It's not just that God is changeless, loving and righteous and wise and powerful in all circumstances, but also that he knows perfectly how that love and righteousness and wisdom and power will respond to every situation or circumstance because he foreknew the circumstance. So what makes God God and not man? is that he does not change his mind because of for unforeseen circumstances. So why do we stress on this? Because when Hebrews 13 and 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and says it in view of calling Christ God in Hebrews 1 and 8. I want us to feel the full weight of this blessing in our lives. This verse is meant to be a powerful incentive to live a certain way at the end of the 20th century and every other time thereafter. And I want to have all the power. I want to have all the power I should have. I want to be equipped with everything I should be equipped with. In some, in answer to our first question, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Does not mean that Christ can't respond differently from day to day. Rejoicing with you or over you one day and grieving with you or over you another day. Hebrews 4 and 15 calls him a sympathizing high priest. Read the word. And can and does not and does respond differently to our different circumstances. But now we see that not only are those responses rooted in a constant character of love and wisdom and righteousness and power, but also in a perfect knowledge and plan so that he never changes his mind because of unforeseen circumstances. He is the same in his perfect foreknowledge and his perfect plan and his perfect execution of that plan is all the detail of your life to bring about his glorious goal for all his children. So here's the first question on the table. And because we met Pastor Gene last, last week, I want to start off with Pastor Gene. So, Pastor Gene, what is significant about these three time periods, yesterday, today, and forever? You have the floor. Are you there, Pastor Gene? Yes, I'm sorry. I believe when when the Lord spoke that in his in his word, what he's trying what he was trying and he's still trying to get across to those that are his children is that we can trust and confide in him. 
because he he has consistently proven his love to us, and he will never change that. I find that in this day and hour, that's what people are looking for: love and affirmation. And mm-hmm. and so many people are really believe they really believe that if they could find that, it's 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 a rare commodity in this day and hour. If they could find something that they could believe in and trust in, they will follow that. And God is reaching out continuously to us, letting us know that, it, number one, we need to know that if he called us, if he saved us, he's not going to discard us. Because we're so used to being discarded. We're so used to being left behind. We're so used to being rejected. But I believe God would be speaking to the heart of people today saying that I will never discard you. I will never, ever, ever forsake you. And, you know, we've been conditioned to being forsaken. And so I believe that's my that would be my interpretation to this to the world today that God is God will be consistent for you. He will be consistent in you. He will not tell you one thing and then do another. We're talking about a God that says that I know you intimately. I know you better than you know your own self. You can trust me. As a matter of fact, you can let go of the things that you've held on to in this world and come and follow me. Because what I give you is better and it's lighter. He said, take up your yoke and follow me. Because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. He's issuing an invitation to us continuously saying, you can, you can put stock on it. I will never change. I'm not going to do something different with you than what I said I would do foundationally to those that belong to me. Amen? And then in the book of Jeremiah, he tells us that when he looks at us, he doesn't look at us to judge us. He doesn't look at us to shoot us down or, or, or reject us. Amen? He says he has plans for us. Plans for us. And every last one of the plans that he has for us, Pastor, is good. Not only are his plans for us good, but also his plans include hope for us, for our final outcome. Amen? So he, I, I, I just feel the heart of the Father consistently saying that you can trust me. In a world where you don't know what's up and what's down, you can still trust me. I don't care what's going on in the middle of this pan demon or whatever but you can still trust me I have a hold to you I have a hold to those that belong to me and even the ones that uh, uh, Pastor Chris Chris and, and Pastor Donnie even the ones that have passed on do you know where they are they're in a better place than we are Amen. they know no sorrow they know no sickness they know no fear they're in the presence of the Lord so for those of us that get the revelation that he is the same uh, yesterday, today, and, and forevermore, that's a win-win for us. He's saying to us, saying to us, no matter what this world throws at you, I'm greater. I'm more that's powerful. Right. I got you. You belong to me. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, Brother John, same question applies to you, sir. What is significant about these three time periods, yesterday, today, and forever? You have the floor. Amen. I'm going to step on some toes. I know this is a controversial radio show, but I got to step on some toes with this one. God's the same yesterday, today, and 
forever. But you know the issue with that, ministers, pastors, the issue is that we don't believe it. And I'll tell you Uh why. Because when you look at it, we look at the book of Exodus and we shake our heads. When we look at the Israelites, God was with them by a pillar of cloud in the day and fire at night. He parted the Red Sea. He had manna rain down from heaven. And what did they do the next day? They complained. Mm-hmm. Now, how often do we see God move in our lives? And yesterday and then today we're complaining about what might happen tomorrow. And what God is telling us, I'm the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow or forever is, look, I'm in yesterday, I'm here today, and I'm there tomorrow. To to really understand that his, in his sovereignty, in his, in his omnipotence, he's there with us all the time. That's why he can say that. But we have to grab a hold of that as a body to understand that it's not about me at the end of the day. It's about the kingdom advancement at the end of the day. And as long as we keep a mentality where we interject us, we'll never grab a hold of that concept. Because really, all God has done in my life, I have nothing to complain about ever again, ever, ever again. But sometimes I'm 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 just like everybody else. I'm a spiritual brat. The more I get, the more I want. The more I see, the more I want to have. And that is the thing that we that you know that I've been meditating on and and and, and ministering. You know that we we really we really got to get rid of this short term memory problem that we have. You know, and just really get to a level of worship. See, and that's what worship is so critical about is that worship empties your heart and what God is doing for you yesterday, today, and what he will do for you tomorrow. Those are the songs we sing. Listen to some of the lyrics that we, some of the worship music that we, 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 we repeat and we hear and, and that, um, that is sung. It's all about yesterday, today, and forever. And that goes down, and I want to kind of co-sign with um, – when uh, Pastor Gene is his love for us, he's unchanging. He's sure. He's trustworthy. You can bank on it. The same as he was yesterday, which he gave us life yesterday because we're here today and we're moving forward into tomorrow. So mm. that is my take on it because I, I, I really get aggravated because I mean, I'm talking to myself, family. I'm stepping on my own toes, too, here now, that sometimes we don't sit back and acknowledge God for being God who he is yesterday in our lives. The things that he brought us through to get us here today on TPV ministry to bring forth this word. Think about what he had to do for each and every one of us as ministers yesterday to get us here today. Amen. And then it's an amazing thing. And guess what? As we continue on, we'll go into tomorrow with an empowerment that we gain from where we came through yesterday, from what we're doing right now today and taking into tomorrow. So that's what the awesomeness of God is. You know, he, he, is, he is not constrained by our little feeble thinking in our mind. You know, he he's, he was there yesterday, he's in yesterday, he, he, he's here today, and he's going to be there tomorrow. He's in all three places at one time. And that's the amazing thing. And I want us to grab a hold of that, family. 
No matter what you're going through right now, just take a minute and dispel the lies that the enemy is trying to put in your head. And sometimes you have to go to remember yesterday and see what God has done. That's what the Old Testament is to us as believers. It's an account of what God did yesterday for us today. No, they didn't have to worry about COVID-19, but guess what? There was still pestilence in the land, and God healed the land then, and he can heal the land now, and he can heal the land tomorrow, and that's the revelation that we've got to lay hold of. That's the foundational thing that we've got to understand is God is not changing, but he will fit your need today. The same need that they had back in the Old Testament is the same needs that we have today, and he can fulfill them today. And guess what? For the generation to come, there's hope and promise because we can minister the same need that was ministered in the Old Testament, the same need that was was met here today will be the same need met for this future generation tomorrow. So I'm going to just sit back. That's my take on it, Saunders. I know I got a little riled up there, and I had to step on some toes, but... But that, that, that's the revelation that we've got to get hold of. It, it really is. It really is. And, and, and stop all of this whining and complaining. You know, if we look to see and just reverence God for who he is, we won't see some of the things that's in society and the culture today. We won't see people with itchy ears just waiting to hear the next new and upcoming flow from some man-made doctrine or man-made that's in the body of Christ. We will, if we give God the due reverence that, that he deserves for being there yesterday, today, and tomorrow, we'll hear that fresh word from heaven. We'll hear that new word from heaven. And we can move forth in, in, in a manner that he wants us to move forth. Amen? Amen. 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 You hit it right on the nail and I'm I'm gonna uh, add insult to injury uh, with the answer on this front. So I'm quite sure once this is read, we'll probably lose like half the listening audience, as we always do every single week. But it's all good Aww. because you can always go back and listen to the show. And it's all Pastor D. I'm good with that because I know that God told me to say what needs to be said. I don't need to have thousands of people listening to the show. I know for a fact that they listen to it after we get off the air. I do know that. So I'm going to do what God called me to do. And if that means I only have two people listening every time I'm on the air, so be it. As long as their souls are being set free, as long as they can understand and unlock the power and potential that they have in Christ, not in me, not in Brother Don, not in Pastor Gene, but in Christ. And they will understand the power. Holy Ghost. So, Amen. my answer to the question is this. So, here we go. Why does it matter that Jesus Christ of today be the same as the Jesus Christ of yesterday and tomorrow? Well, let me try to put a little significance to each time period in just one single sentence. So, Yesterday, it is critical that Jesus Christ be the same yesterday as he is today because yesterday is when Jesus Christ showed us in history what he is really 
like. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Number two, today it is critical that Jesus Christ be the same today as he is, as he was yesterday, because today is where we have fellowship with him and relate to him, not pastor, not bishop, not the praise team, him as the person we know by reading about his life and work yesterday. Uh-oh. That's good. That's good. That's good. Number three, it is critical that Jesus Christ be the same tomorrow as he was yesterday and today because all our hope for everlasting joy hangs ultimately relating to him, not just his gift. Uh Amen. Amen. I will comment on each one briefly because y'all know how I do. God has chosen that we know Jesus Christ and God in and through Christ. Let me read that again. God has Hmm. chosen that we know Jesus Christ and God in and through Christ. Uh-oh. So, by reading about him in a book that records or the words that records his life and mm-hmm. work from yesterday, God does not mm-hmm. ordain that he know Jesus by skipping the historical facts in the word. Once for all, self-revelation of the, oh man, the, 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 the communion that we have on today, the Christ of today must be the same as the Christ of yesterday or we cannot know the Christ of today. Okay, let me read that one more time. The Christ of today must be the same as the Christ of yesterday, or we cannot know the Christ of today. We know him and commune with him through the word of God about him from yesterday. And what know about him from yesterday enables us to know him personally now. Today, by mm. his mm. what? Spirit. With spirit, spirit mm-hmm. the Holy Ghost. The Spirit takes the things of Christ and makes them real and personal and presents and powerful and precious in our life now. Wow. Nah. We, we, could just oh the, we could just shut the show down right there, but we're not. <laughs> so, Christ whom we have come now to know and love and cherish and exalt in is the Christ we will increasingly know and enjoy forever and ever. If he is the same forever, and that is why forever is so important. Wow. Amen. 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 Yeah. Question on the table one more time. 
What is the application of this verse in our lives according to the connection of Hebrews 13 and 8? Backward to money and forward to false doctrine. Yeah. Uh huh. And this is exactly why we're in the mess we're in right now. So, Pastor Chief, you have the floor with this question. What is the application of uh, what is the application of this verse in our lives according to the connection of the Hebrews in Hebrews chapter thirteen verse eight? Backwards to money and forward to false doctrine. You have the floor. Amen. Um, you know the the thing that I'm seeing here is. Uh, and I, I want to read that scripture, if that's okay, Hebrews. I want to read it in another, uh, in the uh, Passion Interpretation. Is that okay? Yes, that's it. Hebrews 13, and it's 5 and 9, amen? Uh, and this is, again, the Passion Translation. It says, so we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Remember, you leaders who spoke the word of God, remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Amen. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace, not by eating ceremonial food, which is of no benefit to those who do so. It goes on to say, we have an altar from which those who minister at the tabernacle have no right to eat. Mm -hmm. uh, and I can read on and on. It, 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 but what I'm, what I'm gathering here from the scripture is that the apostle is making a distinction for us, amen? Uh, yeah. um, and he's saying, saying to us, basically, just clarify some things here for us. Uh, I'm trying to see if I, did I read the right one? Hebrews 13? Yes. And you, you, I did? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's telling us here that when you know we 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 spoke about this this morning, the things that we that controlled us in the world, Pastor Chris, God mm -hmm. sent Jesus Christ to break the power of that control over us. Amen. And 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 mm -hmm. and God was beginning to show us the world system, and 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 the world has a it 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 um it it has a pattern to keep us in bondage. Amen. It it mm -hmm. it, it it creates a need. Amen. It creates a problem, rather, and then we see that we have a need, and then the world attempts to provide that need. But it's a mm. cycle. You think you're getting somewhere, but you never get anywhere with it because it's, it's designed to keep you trapped. It's designed to keep you in debt. It's designed to keep you stressed out. It's designed to keep you always reaching but never achieving. And as soon as you get it, then it's something else that you have to get. It's something else. That's the worldly system. And Jesus Christ sent his, Jesus came to 
deliver us and set us free and break the power of sin and death over us. Amen. And money has been one of those things. Money and the love of money and the pursuit of money and wealth has been one of those things that has has caused us to uh, pers- uh, to be blinded by the, ri- the the true riches, which is found in Christ Jesus. Amen. The eternal things, those things that are everlasting, because the the things that we can buy with with money, they're temporal things. Amen. No matter how much you gain, when you die, it's not going with you. It's all subject to burn. But the things that are of God are eternal. They will not burn, but they will be purified as we pursue him and as we seek him and allow him to deal with the issues of our heart, meaning those things that tie us to the world, those things that continuously tie us to the worldly system. As we submit our hearts to God, God continues to burn those things out, and he's faithful to do it. He says, come to me and keep coming to me until every hindrance is removed. He says, knock and keep on knocking. And he promises us that he will come in. So when I hear the God of yesterday, I can look back and see what he did for people yesterday. I can look back and see what he did and how he was faithful to the children of Israel, even though they were faithless to him. He was still, because he sent his word, because he gave his word, because he made a promise to their forefathers, God did what he said he would do. Amen? He continuously reproved them. He continuously, in his love, came to draw, drew near them to deal with the with the uh, issues of their hearts that would pre- prevent them from entering into the very things that he had created for them. Mm. The promised land. He, cre- he promised their forefathers. He promised Abraham. He promised Isaac. Amen. He promised that he would that he would. He would provide a place and deliver their heirs to this place, the land of the the promised land. Amen. And listen, Amen. that was then. Amen. He he made good on his word. Amen. They entered into the promised land. Now let me show you the future. From their perspective, we would be the future because we are now the children of the promise. Yeah. yeah. Amen. So that same God yesterday did what he did for them today, and we are the fruition of or the fruit of what he promised. Because when God promises, God moves, you can see it. It's tangible. You don't have to scratch your head and worry about it. You don't have to look for it. You know what? It will hunt you down. That's how powerful he is, the same God of today and yesterday. And forevermore. Amen. That's God God can stand by and confirm and manifest his word. And and if we love him and if we serve him with our whole heart, you know what? We also are a continuous manifestation of the fact that he he was, he is, and he will, he is yet to come. He is all of that. He is the Trinity. That's what that Trinity, that's one of the uh, definitions of that trinity. Amen? Yeah, amen. The God who was, the God who is, and the God who is to come. Mm. Mm. Brother Don, I hear you chomping at the bit. 
You have the floor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was good, Pastor Gene. I, I enjoyed that, and that's right on point. And, you know, I shared this scripture earlier in the week with my sister. And, you know, it just really has been in my spirit. And, and as we're talking about God being the same yesterday, today, and forever, this scripture, this scripture jumped out at me while she was ministering. And uh, I, too, want to read uh, something real quick here, Solomon. I'm going to be in First Kings, chapter 18, 29 and 30. Now, I didn't see this when I gave it to her, but I see this now, and the Lord is really ministering uh, just really hard on me right now. He's deposited a lot in me right now. And that's First Kings 18, 29 and 30. And um, I'm reading out of the King James here. And it came to pass when midday was past, and they prophesied into the time of the offering and of the evening sacrifice that there was neither voice nor any to the answers nor any that regarded. And Elijah said unto all the people, Come near to me. And all the people came near unto him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. Now, back to what you were saying about what the, uh, the, the, about the question about going backwards to money and forward to false doctrine. See, the reason that we're the body, the church is in the shape is now is because when you come to a broken altar, you allow the prophets of Baal to prophesy and minister to the people. And that's what we see going now. The only thing the prophets of Baal were concerned about was, was status, money, Notoriety and the things that they could gather from a worldly, from a fleshly standpoint. What Isaiah knew, I mean, I'm sorry, Elijah knew to get to God, you've got to repair the altar. At the altar is where we meet him at. It's either at the altar of your heart. It's not what we see in church where we come down to the altar and you bear it all right there. No, I'm talking about the altar of your heart, family. That's where we meet God at. And that altar has been broken because it's from from the false doctrine that we're allowed to get in. So we cannot meet God at a broken altar. The altar mm-hmm. has to be repaired first. And if yes. not, then we fall into these traps of, you know, uh, everything's about money. Uh, everything is about the things that plague the body now is, is, is money, sex, notoriety. That's the things that plague the body right now. Look at it. You can just pick up the paper and see it all the time. That's because we're, we're trying to find, we're trying to meet God at a broken altar. That's how this happened. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The altar was established to meet him there yesterday. We have to repair the altar today that we can receive the power. Because, see, Elijah didn't call power down from heaven until the altar was rebuilt. He rebuilt the altar first and then called down power, fire from heaven, the power of God from heaven to consume the sacrifice. We, this is what this is right now, repairing the altar. These are things that we're doing as ministers, as brothers and sisters in Christ, is repairing the altar that has been torn down. And I'm just excited right now that we're here and able to repair that altar. Because, see, you know what? The church has been so lackluster. 
that have no power. Why? Because we allowed the prophets of Baal to sit in the pulpit. I know I'm being nasty and ugly, but I'm just being real. I'm just yes, being sir. real. We've got to repair the altar that we can call down that fire from heaven, and we can put the prophets of Baal to shame. And God can destroy that doctrine and the message that they've got in the body right now. See, sometimes we fight so hard to fight this doctrine when we have to let God do it. God destroyed those prophets. God destroyed those, 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 those doctrines that they put forth on the people. But it's not going to happen until we repair the altar, the place where we go meet God, the place that we truly meet him at is at the altar. And that was 1 Kings 18, 29, and 30, family, if you want to look it up and read it and meditate on it, because it really spoke to my heart this morning as, as uh, Pastor Gene and, and Pastor Chris was ministering. When the Lord gave this to me, I didn't know what it was, but now I understand that we have to replay the pace where we go meet God. If we want to hmm. see the power, we want to see the power of the Holy Ghost working in our lives, like the like in the book of Acts, in the church of Acts, we're going to have to rebuild that altar. We're going to have to come forth that altar in our heart and repair it. And, and, it, and it goes back to what we've been talking about in repentance. It goes back to what we were talking about, repentance. That's, that's the repairing of the altar, the start of it anyway. That's right. So that's my take on it. I know I'm fired up today. Y'all got my y'all got it going today. Y'all got me y'all got me up. I'm jumping around, shouting. And because uh, this is really near and dear to my heart what we're talking about today. And and I just thank God for it. Amen. 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 Well, I'm I'm gonna start I'm gonna start some more trouble. Uh, and you know, because that's just that's just what God just wants me to, to do. Just continue to stir the pot. And it this is this is a vital word. And, and, and when I was re- when I was going through this, man, I was like, wow, like it's so basic, but we made it so complicated as preachers that the simple formula for all of this is relational we have all these 12 steps to do this we have uh, speaking all these different dimensions and all these levels we get all deep but it doesn't require for you to get that deep all you need is a relationship with god he will take you to your dimension he will take you to the other level but all he requires of us is a relationship with him Period. Amen. And Amen. when we have that, our corrupted hearts from the world that made us bitter, made us upset, made us mad, church hurt, folk hurt, grandma hurt me, my uh, ex-wife hurt me, my ex-husband hurt me, everybody hurt me. Okay, yeah, that's our flesh. But what God does, he's able to take your brokenness. And this is what I've learned, y'all. When I was broken... I understood the love of Christ. Let me explain. Because I was broken. My body was broken. My spirit was broken. I was church hurt. I was mad. I was ready to go ham and cheese at everybody. But God picked up my pieces. He loved me enough not to abandon me. He loved me enough to heal me and to prove to me 
that I am the one you should be listening to. I am the one you to walk this path. It's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be easy, but I assure you, Chris, stop being hard-headed, get up, walk, and I will guide you to all truth. And let me tell you something. This past year alone, God has broken so many walls in my own personal battles. I was running from this thing, y'all. I didn't want this. But guess what? God continues to remind me that it's not. this has nothing to do with you, Chris. I need you to speak a word to my people in this season, right now, regardless if you're in pain, regardless if you don't feel good, regardless if it don't look good, smell good, taste good, you need to continue to preach what I'm telling you. Your people aren't going to like it. People probably going to throw you to the curb. People probably going to call you crazy. They're going to call you uh, uh, eccentric and all this other stuff. But you continue to preach my word. And I guarantee you, I will not only renew you, I will strengthen you in the hardest of times. And even in this time right now, y'all, seeing the ministry grow has nothing to do with me. I had no skill set whatsoever to do any of this. That's why I know this is God. God continues to download things in me because all I'm doing is being obedient to him. That's it. I'm having a relationship with Jesus Christ, finally. I'm able to talk to Jesus Christ, finally. I'm not listening to what folks said, oh, you're not qualified enough because you don't preach this way. You didn't go to this school. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. This is why we stay, we keep our Holy Spirit in the closet because we're too busy listening to folks instead of listening to God. But let me let me break down the question, and then we're going to take a break, and then we're going to put the icing on the cake. Because like I said, y'all, I'm not trying to fly through this series because I want all of us to understand we have power and authority in Christ through our relationship with him. When we have a relationship with Jesus Christ, he changes our heart first, our mind second, and our body, whether it's ailing, whether it's hurting or what have you. Like I tell everybody, when I'm on the air, what pain? When God is giving me a word, what pain? I don't feel nothing. Why? Because I'm getting out of the way. But let me let me answer this question. So, What is the application of this verse in our lives according to the connection of Hebrews 13 and 8, backward to money and forward to false doctrine? Now, Pastor Gene already read 13, 5 through 9, so here's the recap of all of it. First, consider the connection of verse 8, backward to money. Now, starting at verse 5 that Pastor Gene read, Make sure that your character is free from the love of money. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to get in trouble just by that statement alone. Make sure, yeah, make sure (laughs) your character is free from the love of money. That's the first thing. Second, 
being content with what you have. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this is a staggering call for joyful simplicity and radical generosity in our walks as believers. Beware of the desire to be rich. I'm not, wow. Say what? I got see, see, see. I, I may come off a little bit crazy, and I may not sound so super spiritual, but I know when God tells me something, it's for a person. It's because it's coming right back in full circle, what I've been saying for the last year. It can destroy you. Be content. Verse 5 says, with what you have. So who cares if you don't have a Bugatti and you got a hoopty? Who cares if you don't live in a four-story home? Who cares if you don't have a butler and a maid and an automatic uh, uh, door opener and a security guard watching your every back? Who cares? When it supports and motivates that with a promise from Christ, beginning in verse 5, for he himself said, I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you, so that we confidently say, the Lord is my helper, not bishop, not pastor, not, not the bank, the Lord. I will not be afraid. What will man do to me? In other words, if we have the joyful, rock-solid confidence that the Lord of the air of the universe, the Savior of our souls, will never leave us and will always be our helper, co-sign that with Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Find grace to help in times of trouble or of need. Then the result will be profound contentment without the love of money or the desire to get rich or keep more than we should. Uh-oh, we are lost like all of our listeners just on that one. Then in verse 7, the, the Bible also encourages us in this in this countercultural, un-American way of life by calling us to remember the intimate of our leaders who live by this kind of faith in Christ's promises. Verse 7, remember those who led you, who spoke the word of God to you, not their own interpretation, but what thus saith the Lord said. And considering the result of their conduct, conduct, intimate their faith. They modeled faith in the promises, I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you. I will be your helpful helper in all your needs. So we need to uh, imitate their faith in the promises of Christ. And then he adds this verse in verse Eight, Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and the connection backwards is clear. If Christ could be trusted once to be the helper 
of those who refused to love money and were content with what they had, then he can be trusted today and tomorrow also for every generation of believers under any financial circumstance. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. What? We're not being preached at, y'all. But let me continue. His love is the same. His righteousness is the same. His wisdom is the same. His power is the same. He is not bound by the limitations of infinite man so that he could ever be surprised by any of our circumstances. We need to trust him and be radically free from the desire to be rich. Here at the end of the, to put some historical facts right here, in the 1900s, set your face like flint against the messages of American uh, uh, consumer consumerism because you confidently say, the Lord is my helper. He will never leave me. He is enough, and he is always the same. I am content. So consider the connection of verse 8 forward to false doctrine. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Verse 9 goes on, do not be carried away by varied and strange teachings. I suspect that there will be at least these two great dangers for our church of today in the coming century. We see it right now. The first one is materialism. The second one is consumerism. We want to get everything. The other is strange teaching. Paul warned us in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3. See, I'm going to stop right there because we're going to take a quick break. But I, wanna, I want Pastor Gene to, to give some insight on this because this, this right here is an eye-opener for a lot of believers. This is why we get stuck because we've been so busy preaching about get our stuff. We are the blessings of Abraham. We are Abraham's seed. We get more than enough. Name it and claim it. All this stuff, living your best life now, all this stuff that we've been preached for the last 30 years, and it says right here in the Word, we're not even supposed to be chasing after that stuff. So that's why our Holy Ghosts are still caught in the closet and we can't walk in power because we're walking in a whole nother doctrine that God didn't even want us to walk in the first place. And you wonder why we got some issues right now, Pastor Dean. But go ahead, Pastor Dean, lay the cake down for this one. You have the floor. You know, you know, uh, Pastor Chris, I think the problem is we do not believe the word of God. You know, yeah. because we in ourselves are, are trying to make a new gospel. We're trying to find a place where we can add the words and manipulate the words and tweak the words to fit what we want to be and how we want to live. And, what, and then we try to seduce God to get him to come along and agree with it. Amen? But God says he's a holy God. He's a righteous God. He has already given us the roadmap to follow. Amen? And, 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 and so I'd like to just read this scripture because sometimes, Pastor, we need to be reminded 
of what God said and that God meant it when he said it. He's never apologized for saying it. And because he is a righteous judge, he's prepared to judge it. Amen? But in Acts chapter 8, and and we need to see what we're doing here. Because we really think that things of this world hold the answer for eternal life. Mm -hmm. Somewhere we really think that the things of this world holds the the truth and the answer for eternal life. But Mm -hmm. in Acts chapter 8, I want to show you here how... How, how God deals with that. It says, now there was a man who lived there who was steeped in sorcery. For some time he had astounded the people of Samaria with his magic, boasting to be someone great. Everyone from the least to the greatest among them was dazzled by his sorcery, saying, this man is the greatest wizard of all time. The divine power of God walked among us. Did you hear that? This man was a wizard. Amen? But the people were so deceived by what he was doing, they basically said that God had given him power. It said for many years, everyone was in awe of him because of his astonishing displays of magic art. It says, but as Philip preached the wonderful news of God's kingdom realm in the name of Jesus, the anointed one, many believed in his message and were baptized, both men and women. Even Simon believed and was baptized. You hear that? This wizard got baptized. Did you hear that? Wherever Philip went, Simon was right by his side astonished by all the miracles, the signs, and the uh, numerous displays of power that he witnessed. Now let's listen to this. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the Samaritans had accepted God's message of life, they sent Peter and John to pray over them so that they would receive the Holy Spirit. For they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and were yet to have the Holy Spirit fall upon them. As soon as Peter and John arrived, they laid their hands on the Samaritan believers. One after the other, the Holy Spirit fell and filled each one of them. Now let's look at Simon. We're talking about money, right? We're talking about the kingdom of God. When Simon saw how the Holy Spirit was released through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he approached them and offered them money, saying, I want this power too. I'm willing to pay you for the anointing that you have so that I also can lay my hands on everyone to receive the Holy Spirit. You're hearing that? You know, we want all this world has to offer, but then we want to jump over here and do all these wonderful things for the Lord also. Amen? But we don't want to let go of of the things that we're holding on in the world, but we want to hold on to the things of God also. I mean, because we don't understand the holiness of God. We don't understand that God is a righteous God. We don't understand that you can't have both. 
the word says God already put a word of scripture in there to let us know it's not going to work. But we keep trying to make something work when God himself has opposed it and said it will not work. You cannot serve two masters. You will love one and hate the other. Amen? Amen. And it goes on to say, Peter rebuked him and said, your money will go with you to destruction. How could you even think that you could purchase God's supernatural gift with money? You will never have this gift or take part in this ministry, for your heart is not right with God. Repent this moment for allowing such wickedness to fill you. Plead with the Lord, and perhaps he would forgive you for the treachery of your heart. For I discern that jealous envy has poisoned you and binds you as a captive to sin. And even though this truth came to this wizard to this degree, he couldn't repent. He could not find a place in his heart. You know what he turned around? Still with the same attitude. Well, you pray for me. I beg you, you pray for me. Please pray to God for me. Plead with him so that nothing you just said over me may come to pass. We're always looking for a way out, brothers. And there is no way out. It's filled in the blood of Jesus Christ. Well, Brother Don, add the icing to the cake because we're almost out of time, so it don't even make sense to go to commercial. So go ahead, ah, Brother Don. You have the floor. <laughs> amen, amen. You know, when the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, and we're just flowing in it today. You know, I, man, there's so many things, you know, that, that, that we get caught up in. My sister, she would always minister this, and I finally got the revelation about how, and she hit it on the head when, when she was ministering. You know, we, we've come accustomed to serving two gods too long. You know, we, we, we would jump up and shout on Sunday, Lord, I'm married to you, and then we go cheating Monday through Saturday with the God who we think we need that's going to meet our needs. And we just, and, and it really boils down to where you were saying, Psalmist, we have to get back into relationship with the Lord. We, we have to value that relationship like we once did. Because I can recall when I first accepted Christ, man, that was the most, that was the only thing that mattered. I just consume myself with, with, with reading the Amen. word. I consume myself Amen. with praying. I consume myself with fasting, because that's all I wanted to do, was I wanted mm-hmm. to know mm-hmm. this Lord I gave my heart to. Amen. But then time goes on. I, and, and, and it's real easy. We, we can say, well, Lord, I'm a little busy today. Uh, I'll, I'll get, I'll get at hmm. you tomorrow. Or I'll get at Amen. you uh, uh, next Sunday. I, I'll, I'll get at you. And then we can have that time together next Sunday. So <laughs> that's what it comes down to. If we want to see we want the Lord to change us, but we have to really want that change within us. 
And we really have to want that marriage. We really have to want that relationship. Because we, we any one of us on this line or family that you're listening, if your spouse came to you and said, hey, I'm missing you. I need you. Let's spend some time. You would shut everything down and say, you know what? Come on. Let's go. Well, you know, that's the cry. That's the cry. These false doctrines, these false teachings, these these things we've been led to believe is the cry that God's saying, look, I want to spend some time with you. Because you know what? Had we spent the time that we needed to spend with him, this stuff wouldn't be in the body. We know it wasn't from God. We would know it is not from God without a shadow of a doubt. And even the word says if we're not careful at the end of the days, even the very elect would look to be the deceived. And those are the ones with the titles and the positions that don't have the relationship that they need with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because you know, you know, how those saying in, in, in the street, you know, game recognize game. Yeah. And when you get to that point and you know where you at in the relationship with Christ, you can recognize these things as not of him. And you won't fall mm-hmm. for the victim or be the victim when they're calling it, they're trying to box it up as being Christ, and you know that's not the Jesus, your Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody else's Jesus, but that's not my Jesus. And, you know, we, you're right, you know, sometimes we, 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 you know, and I, I'm just speaking, being transparent for myself, I did get caught up in that at, at one time, all that mess and garbage. You know, why am I suffering? If I'm supposed to be a prince, I'm supposed to be an heir, and my father's got a cattle on a thousand hills, why am I broke today? But, you know, the word never said that I would be rich in money, but it did say I would be rich. <laughs> it would say that I would be prosperous. It didn't necessarily got me zeros I got in my bank account, but I am here today to tell you with my health that I am rich. And I heard everybody's testimony on this line, and you are rich. It may not be to the degree of what the world would say rich, but I guarantee you it's the degree what the kingdom says you're rich with. And as long as we have Christ and as long as we pursue that relationship and we're serious about pursuing that relationship, we'll have everything that we need. And that's what the word said. He said that yesterday for today that we can take it into forever. As long as we believe and have faith in what the word tells us, we'll have everything we need. But sometimes we, we worry too much about tomorrow. You know, we let the world, you know, the world is, everything is worried about tomorrow. Even with this current thing that we're going, uh, uh, we're going under today. And I love, uh, my, my sister gave it a new name. It's a panademic. <laughs> panademic. <laughs> that we're, dealing with, today, that we're yeah. dealing with today. You know, everybody's so worried about what's going to happen tomorrow and what might happen tomorrow. And it just builds that anxiety and that stress. You know, we ain't even got through today yet. So what sense does it really make to worry about tomorrow? But that's the doctrine the world has. You know, you you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta worry about tomorrow. And make sure everything is is good for tomorrow. Where Jesus said, "Hey, look, tomorrow's gonna take care of itself. You gotta make it through today." Yeah, that's the word. That's not me. Yeah. That's the word. Jesus said that. Make it through today, because tomorrow's gonna take care of itself. And. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited that, that, that we can share this word because I think the body needs to hear this. I think we need to get that world wax 
out of the spiritual ears that's clogging up the things of God and what he's really saying, that people can grab a hold of this stuff and hear it spiritually, not just getting a few goosebumps running up and down their arms and down their back or whatever, but really hear what the Lord is saying today about this message, about the absence of him in your life. He's not an absentee father. He's ready to be a full-time daddy if you let him. But we just make him an absentee father with the way that we approach these things. So that's it. I'm done, Psalmist. That's my take. I'm going to steal a a chapter out of your book. I'm done. (laughs) Well, here's the icing of the cake. Because like I said, it doesn't even make any sense to even take a break. Um, We, this is what we have to understand. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. We we Mm -hmm. see this right Okay, but wanting mm-hmm. to have their ears tickled, they will accumu- uh, accommodate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires. We hear that right now. Mm-hmm. So be vigilant for yourselves and for your children that your doctrine is true. Care about what you learn and what you teach. The love of money and the rejection of sound doctrine. These will be two great deadly forces against the church. It's happening right now. And what gift it is that the word is so it's so clearly warned us and not just warned us but helps us and not just by giving negative threats but by giving precious and very great promises the solution to both okay to both greed and heresy is this Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever what once was true about Christ always will be true about Christ so you don't need or want new doctrine but don't you hear it in today's time Absolutely. And what was once satisfying about Christ will always be satisfying about Christ. So you don't need or want money as the way to a lasting happiness. Let me co-sign on that real quick. We see where the love of money is affecting the church. Now, y'all might not like what I have to say about this one, but we see it right now. We see mega churches falling and pastors are taking their own life. It's not because of the pandemic. It's because their kingdoms are falling. Take a look at history. Hmm. When 
great king's kingdom started to fall, what did they do? Read. No, they, they, they took their own lives because they couldn't handle the pressure. Because they were so used to being a king. They were so used to being exalted, but now their kingdoms are crumbling. So now they're, they're willing to take their own life so they don't have to deal with it. But Jesus warned us from the beginning not to run after stuff and riches and, and, and naming it and claiming it and all this nonsense. This is why we have a lot of stuff going on right now. Am I saying it's happening? This situation is the reason why most pastors are doing this? No, that's not what I'm saying. But the majority of the leaders that hold these positions in today's world that's been preaching about money, power, and and utilizing the Holy Spirit as a money marketing tool to get themselves rich, and they're still doing it. But people aren't seeing it because their ears are tickled because of the false doctrine. They lay the nice lace down, put a little word on top of it, but in the middle is a whole bunch of sugar that'll give you diabetes and kill you. But they don't see it that way because you don't know what you're talking about. That man or woman of God is anointed by God. No, they're not. They are chased. They are anointed by the spirit of greed and riches. Look around you, ladies and gentlemen. Like Pastor Angela always says, stop the stupid. We need to open our eyes. We have been deceived for 20, 30 years with this prosperity stuff. And uh, we've been saying it a long time here on this radio station, but it's holding true. The word is coming to pass because we're too busy chasing after stuff. We're too busy chasing after money. We're too busy making sure I outdo Pastor Gene and outdo Brother Don and make sure I, I drive in a nice car, make sure my house is bigger than yours and all this nonsense. That does not prove a thing. I'd rather be rich in spirit than in this world because let me tell you something. The more money you make, the more problems you have. It is not. It does not look as glitz and glamour as the church makes it or the world makes it. You're in a higher tax bracket. You go through a lot more different difficult difficulties. Your lifestyle is completely changed. So you instead of uh, get, getting little mushrooms that cost a dollar, you want to get truffles and all this other stuff that costs $20, $30 just for one pack. You don't want to shop at at at, a food lion or shop right or pathmark or h-e-b anymore i want to shop at the whole food store because that's where we want to be because we are walking in the kingdom we are walking as king's kids we are heirs to the throne we give and it shall be given unto us all this false doctrine he never promised material Wealth. He promised us wealth in the spirit, not in money. Now, will God supply the need? Absolutely. Big word, need, not our wants, our need. Will God bless us? Absolutely. But this is what we are chasing after the blessing instead of chasing after what really matters. I want to take out my Holy Spirit out of the closet so I can walk in power. 
Because when Jesus needed money, guess what? He walked in the power of the Holy Ghost, and what, what he needed, it came to pass when he needed it. Jesus didn't walk around with Nikes on and, and, and a silk robe and, and his hair was pressed and done and his nails was manicured and all his nonsense. He was rolling hard. He was teaching the people. He was loving the children, the folks that wanted to come and hear the word of God and be rich in spirit. He confronted many rich men, and they did they denied giving up their riches because they looked at Jesus like he was crazy. But guess what? The greatest riches in the world is not going to save your soul. The biggest churches and mm-hmm. you can build is not going to save your soul. Mm-hmm. Loving Jesus Christ, having a relationship with Jesus Christ, developing the spiritual tools, the, the spiritual muscles to get you strong in this time, in this season. Take out your Holy Ghost, dust it off, and wear it with authority. It is time for us to stop playing with God. Me too. Yeah. We need to stop playing. We got the power sitting right in our closet, but we too busy looking at what Bishop Tupunkamen is saying and, and, and prophetess so-and-so saying and what a word from God they saying, but all they asking you for is to sow a hundred and something dollars into their ministry, and they're not, they're not giving you nothing. And hmm. so you give up your rent money. You give up your light money. You give up your mortgage payment. You give up all this stuff to sow into a ministry that's all about the money, all about the Benjamin. Because if you were, honestly, if your ministry was walking in blessedness and being highly favored, why are you begging the people to support your habit? Uh-oh. Because that's exactly what it is. You don't need no, you don't need to pick anybody to sow into something that Jesus ordained. They will sow without you begging them, without you conning them, without you telling them all this nice stuff, sending them this and sending them that, all this nonsense. Jesus will bless the blessed. He will bless those that bless him. He will exalt, exalt those that exalt him. That's what he does. And you don't need to have a double doctrine in divinity. You don't need to have the best schooling in the nation from the best seminary in the world. You don't need it. All you need is a willing heart. That's it. That's the requirement. All you need is a willing mind. That's it. All you need is to ask Jesus daily when you wake up, ask him to renew your mind, renew your spirit, forgive me, for what I may have said in my sleep, what I'm going to say before I even start my day. God, forgive me for what's going to happen that I don't even foresee. We we're, supposed to, we're supposed to repent to him daily. We will only receive our power if we receive him daily. All this stuff we are seeing right now is being foretold. It was foretold yesterday. It's happening today, and it's going to still happen tomorrow. 
Why? Because we're still running from the call that God truly told us to be as believers. We're supposed to go out and preach the gospel, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And lo, he is with us, what? Always, even to the ends of the age or the earth. He has never turned his back on his creation. We are the ones who turned our back. And you'll wonder why we are going through what we're going through as believers because we are believing in what the, the, the great bishop said on TV instead of worrying about what God said in the word of God. We're believing and trusting in men and women instead of believing in what Jesus laid down 2,000 plus years ago. And he's still laying it down, but we're too busy because we want to drive in our Bugatti and drive in our personal jets and, and all this nonsense. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to get back to basics. We have to understand we are at a time right now where we need to pull our Holy Ghost out of the closet, get the mothballs out, and start to knock the devil's head clean off. Because why? The devil is taking us out. How is he doing? By our greed, our arrogance, self-centeredness, our egos, our 5, 10, 15 churches in 20 locations. We're not feeding people the right food of the word of God. We're feeding them a whole bunch of nonsense that has nothing to do with what's going on today. All this stuff we are doing, people are dying for the lack of knowledge. Yes. They are dying. The spirit is dying. No. No. Their body is dying. Why? Because they were never taught the right things in the first place. Man, I praise God for what he's doing in this season, and I praise God for you, Pastor Gene, and Pastor Don. I praise God for both of you for keeping uh, me encouraged. You guys have no idea how much encouragement you give me to continue to do what God called me to do, because honestly, it's not easy, and I'm going to be transparent. It's not easy, especially when you're going against the grain and you're talking about stuff people don't want to hear and the mega churches mm-hmm. are mad at mm-hmm. you. You got all the people mad at you in your neighborhood, all the church clubs in here mad at you because you ain't talking about being blessed and highly favored and naming it and claiming it and all this stuff. But that's not what God wants us in this season. He wants us to go back to basic training and learn the power Amen. that we're true that we put in the closet for far too long. Man, I got to go, y'all. I love you. Yeah, I love you. I appreciate all of you. Tell your mama, tell your friends. You can listen to the rebroadcast on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Download Live 365. Type in the Psalmist Voice Radio Network and you're in there. Hit the X button so you can bypass the subscription and you can get us absolutely free. And also, I want to thank you, the radio family, for supporting us. You can uh, subscribe to our website, www.tbvradio.com. Also, you can uh, subscribe here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Radio. So, on behalf of the First Lady of TPV, Shanice Newton, thank you, Brother Don. Thank you, Pastor G. And thank you, radio family. 
You are all, you are more than you think and greater than you heard. And when you see the summer's voice, Pastor Gene, Brother Don, in your hood, in your stores, doing it big for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and saving us from this nonsense, walk with us. Let's go. We'll see you next week, same time, same place. God bless you. I love you. Radio, Central Texas. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.